What's going on, everybody? Brian from the Herfcast here, and I wanted to tell you about the Stogie Bird Cigar of the Month Club. So, stogiebird.com, uh, it's Sam Lucia's Cigar of the Month Club. Uh, I've been a member for a couple of months now, and I haven't been disappointed yet. You get a nice variety, and, you know, I, I've gotten a few things that I haven't tried on my own that I'm excited to try. Um, and one of the reasons I bring this up is uh, this episode is Sam Lucia from Stogie Bird. So, I, I got a hold of him, and he agreed to do the episode, which is pretty awesome. Um, I rather enjoyed it. I think we had a pretty fantastic conversation. Um, it was probably close to two hours, but about an hour in, I realized I forgot to hit the record button. Well, I hit the record button, but I didn't hit the, uh, save to computer option. And so the first like hour of it is lost and that sucks. I guess it was bound to happen sometime, but Hey, uh, we still got a good 51 minutes after that, and I think I think uh, I think we did all right with uh, with recovering. Sam took it pretty well. Uh, you know, he he laughed about it. So I mean, shit happens, and uh, you know, maybe eventually we'll do it again. But this is our conversation. Uh, we had a good time, and check it out: Samlacia Stogiebird dot com. And if you use the coupon code, give me the bird, you will save five bucks on your first shipment. So all one word, give me the bird on stogiebird.com, and you'll save five bucks off your first shipment. Thanks for listening. Oh, yeah, and if you'd rather watch the conversation, uh, it's up on YouTube on the the Herfcast YouTube channel. So uh, if you'd rather watch than listen, um, there you go. You have it. You could you could see what a, what a little bit of the Black Flannel Studio looks like, and uh, you could see the, the Island Gym posters behind Sam. So check that out if you'd like. 30 different cigars. Well, um, so this has been uh, awesome, and I 100% fucked up. Why? Uh, Because I hit record earlier, and there was a second option on there, so none of this has been recorded. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. You know, and that's, I, you know, I looked at it, you know, I, I hit record, looked, it's like, all right. And, uh, then it just, re- I just realized that, uh, there no, was mine a- says recording. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, I, I just hit record. Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I've got Sam Lucia from Stogie Bird Cigars. <laughs> I'm back and you missed it. Yeah, man. What, what a fuck up. Uh, there were some juicy stories in there that will never be repeated again. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, shit. The unicorn interview that never happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's that's awesome. I let you in on all the secrets. Yep, all the all the secrets behind Stogie Bird and and everything else. Um, well, I guess it, it was bound to happen at some point, but. So, uh, I, I don't know how much time you've got. Uh, we can do it. That's uh, whatever. Let's just make it quicker. Let's just, uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, well, anyway, so now I'm, I'm finishing up the, uh, the vicarious, uh, that, that you were, you were pretty much behind and, uh, living vicariously 
through that. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, yeah. So that that was uh that was in this past Stogie Bird, and um, I I I've got another one lined up that I haven't had. It's you know we were just talking about the the cigars that I haven't had uh in in the Stogie Birds and whatnot. It's the uh, Imperia. I, I, don't, I don't know Imperia Ilero. Is that how you pronounce that? Oh, uh, yeah, the uh, Islero. Um, Islero. That's from uh, uh, Mike Melody. Mike uh, M- MLB Ventures. Yeah. So that got that got rated in Scofficionado. I forget what it was. A that, that's a that's a nice smoke, nice size too. I like that size. Yeah, that's I I, I grabbed it because I I figured uh, you know. I was definitely, I was planning on it for the second and I figured, uh, you know, it, it would, it would fit the, the time frame, you know, for, for the second. So what kind of sizes do you like? Um, I'm more, I, and it, it, it really depends on the cigar because I mean, sometimes I'm, I'm like a Corona Gorda, uh, but a lot of the time Robusto or Toro, uh, I, you know, the, the, the big fat cigars, um, you know, I think everybody starts off with those and then eventually they realize that that's not where it's at. Um, so, you know, I, I don't do too many that are, that are above uh 54, 56 ring gauge anymore. Um, what about, you know, diademas or pyramids or box press? Oh yeah. That's uh, I definitely, I definitely try them out and, you know, I, I mean, hell, honestly, I'll, I'll try everything. I, I've got a, uh, yeah, but uh, when you're buying, like when you're buying, do you go for that size? Um, I mean, there's not, there's not too many cigars that are, that are, uh, in the, in the pyramid or, or, uh, I mean, box press is normal. Like I, I do like a box press, uh, pyramids and whatnot. Like I don't see too many of those on a regular occasion. Um, yeah, from time to time, I'll I'll do it up. What about you? I I I've always been a fan of interesting shapes and sizes for uh, for cigars. So you know, I mean, I I I prefer you know for everyday uh, smoking. I, I I like a Toro, like you know, pretty basic in that in that regard, but. Um, you know, when I, I don't know, want to enjoy a cigar or if there's something I, if I'm, I like a, I like something with the, with some shape. Cause sometimes you get a little bit different of a, like a little different depth of, of the cigar smoking experience. It's got a, a go different from one progression to, to another. But, uh, I just, uh, I've always been a fan. I like the art in it. I like, you know, the, uh, the craftsmanship of, uh, you know, of a unique shape as well. Yeah, that's, I mean, you know, with, with those odd shapes, you definitely have a different progression of flavors and whatnot. Um, that's, I, I have a, what is it, Cubalera? Is that what they're called? The, uh, the three cigars that are braided. Um, but I've, I've got one of those that I've, I, I should probably open it up eventually and smoke it. Uh, but I've never, I've never had one of those. Um, and you smoke, I mean, you have to smoke them individually. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay. Take it apart. And, but, um, 
Yeah, it's a, that that's one that I've never tried. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm so pissed right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we I'm, you know, unfortunately, the listeners didn't realize we had a pretty extensive interview, and it's hard to follow up that with anything after we yeah. try to repeat the um, same emotion and uh, kind of uh, it's a take two. And yeah. I guess a, a a a quick recap would be uh let's see your 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 life in the navy uh, <laughs> me as a reptile distributor um, yes with a reptile dysfunction yeah <laughs> so um let's see I can't I, I think it was before I realized we were recording uh, you're on your third reoccurring month with uh, Stogie Bird yes and right now you're trying something new that uh, that's going to be in the the next one. Um, yes, we, this is the uh, San Geronimo by uh, by Kathy. It's uh, this is a uh, this is really fantastic. Uh, we, as as we were saying earlier, uh, I uh, when I catch myself looking at the cigar I'm smoking, it's typically because I'm really enjoying it, and uh, I keep looking at the cigar to admire it and. Uh, because I'm enjoying it. So I was sharing that thought. Yeah. Um, so, uh, how did you, uh, I, I've seen in a couple of different spots, um, how did you become known as the, the bad boy of the cigar biz? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if anybody really, knows me as that in the industry uh but there was a i, I was on the, the cover of a uh, french cigar magazine and uh, i was uh, the title was uh, le bad boy of the cigars <laughs> so like i guess it's just like the long hair which i you know I, I don't i don't currently have i'll probably bring back again i, I change my hair a lot um yeah and uh, I actually haven't been, I haven't worn this hat in years and I started throwing it on again. Um, but uh, I don't, I'm not a bad boy uh, at all, but I think I'd rather have, I'd rather be considered a badass than, uh, you know, a dork. <laughs> probably more accurate. But, uh, you know. So, so where are you now? Are you, are you in the shop? I'm in Pittsburgh and I'm at the, this is uh, the uh, private lounge of uh, Island Gyms, um, and but uh, this is actually the the walk-in humidor of Stogie Bird. It's like that way. Yeah. This is on a this is on like a big computer, so I'm not gonna yeah no, move I... my computer. But the uh, all the uh, Stogie Bird cigars are here, and the tubes, um, you know, packaging and stuff is all this way and then this way is like the shipping and uh, uh pack you know that kind of packaging is that way yeah and then here is here is the desk yeah <laughs> uh, i don't uh, it's not all that glamorous from here but this room's cool i jim had a bunch of these posters so i i put some spray adhesive and stuck them on the wall and used them as wallpaper because i thought they were cool yeah and i brought in the stogie bird yellow and black and I have a sign that's going to go 
on that wall, but uh, it's not up yet. So uh, how far in advance do you know what's going to go into the, uh, into the stogie birds? Uh, well, I mean, I, I've been working out my deals, you know, months in advance. Um, now, but, uh, I'm still waiting on a, another order of a couple of cigars to decide which ones I'm really going to, which ones I'm going to hold off for next month. So no. I still don't have my exact five, uh, and eight yet. Yeah. But uh, I have the base of it, but, um, I'm going to probably make some final changes to it because I've got so much good stuff coming in that. I want to balance it out too. So. Yeah, that's, uh, I know my, uh, you know, I mentioned him earlier, uh, Kent Paulson, like he just got, um, you know, one of, one of the tubes with eight. And I, I told him, uh, I said, you know, it's, I, I should really bump up from the five to the eight. It just looks like, um, you know, for, for one, it's definitely worth it. And, and for two, uh, just, you know, get those, get those couple of extra cigars that again, I, I may not see around me and, you know, actually have a chance to try them out. Yeah, and that's what's been kind of, uh, I've got a, probably, you know, just things you learning as, as, as the system goes, goes along. You know, there's, with an eight-pack, you know, obviously you're, you're going to get three different cigars that the five-pack doesn't get. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it makes buying interesting because, you know, I, I don't know if I want to put some of those three that were in the eight in next month's five for this people that didn't, you know, that ordered the five. So it's just, the, there's always some strange balance of what goes in what. Yeah. So, uh, do you, what do you, uh, what do you usually like to drink when you're, when you're smoking? Um, I'm, I'm kind of all over the board. I, uh, and it really depends on, um, Sorry. Um, I, I like, I like whiskey. So I like uh, scotch. I like bourbon. Um, I like rum, you know, and, 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 and lately I've been kind of more into wine than anything. Um, yeah. but, uh, like today it's soda, you know, during the day and I was drinking just a orange soda water and drinking a coconut pie. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, I've, I've, uh, I've, uh, paired with wine a couple of times. Uh, it's not, it's not usually my go-to, but every once in a while, it's, ah, you know what I, you know, that, that, that's what I'll do tonight. So, uh, I've been drinking since I've been here. I've been, I love wine and, uh, I don't really have anyone to enjoy wine with, um, uh, at, at home. So I don't drink a lot of wine at home. My wife doesn't drink wine. Yeah. Um, but when I'm here, if I crack a bottle, I know it'll get shared and we won't have to go to waste and I can drink, uh, drink some wine. Yeah. In fact, I'm, I'm in a, like a wine subscription. <laughs> uh, I've, I've, I've signed up for a few subscriptions, uh, uh, not, not cigar related, um, but just, uh, like I did the watch gang and just to kind of see how they do things. And, you know, I'm always just looking for a better way to do it, better way to, you know, streamline things make people happy you know i want to do a lot of um cross promoting with other subscription services uh like i was talking with um can you handle bar they make um beard uh um 
like uh, beard oils right and yeah, beard oils and, and balms and you know uh, wax if you if you want to shape you know, your mustache or whatever yeah and brushes and all kinds of stuff so uh, i was gonna you know offer a coupon code or something to my customers for for that for um, for them and then they were going to put in a stogie bird yeah you know coupon and, and their stuff so i plan on doing and if there's stickers and stuff i can get or whatever anybody wants to uh, toss in you know um i, I want to give this to the to my customers like um the reoccurring months or the reoccurring orders uh, for may um the orders that will start to go out um after the 15th will all have a um, cedar spill cigar rest uh, stogie bird logoed cigar rest so uh, you'll get that in addition to your selection and uh, so those are the kind of things i want to try to you know add a little bit of um, you know a little fun and a little bit of um, tchotchke stuff if you will swag yeah. whatever you call it yeah exactly uh, but um you know i just want to keep people satisfied and uh, keep growing this because it's been a lot of fun yeah so uh, what, what made you decide to, uh, to do the monthly subscription? Is it, uh, I mean, like you mentioned, you, you've been subscribing to different subscriptions and it seems like, uh, you know, there's like just, just about everything's got a subscription now. I mean, I know cigar, the month clubs have been around for a while, but what made you decide to, to go that route instead of getting back into. Yeah. I mean, this, I, I think what I do is, there's nothing new about what I'm doing. Um, I, I think it's, um, it's just a, my take or a different take on, on, on what's, what's already being done. Um, yeah. you know, I, I feel like I can do, uh, look, there's some great programs out there. So I'm not, I'm not, uh, and I think that, you know, a lot of cigar smokers are members of more than one, um, cause they offer different things, you know? So I would go on record to say that you're going to get the best selection, uh, at the best value than any, and, and, so it's not, but I don't want to be this like, you know, cheap cigar guy because you're going to, you're going to get a ton more value than that. You're going to get this nice tube that the cigars come in that you could use. You know, if you go fishing, you can keep your cigars in there and then, you know, smoke your cigars and you don't have to bring your tube back, you know, take it on vacation, take it to the poker night. Um, and then you can just, you know, toss it or reuse it again and whatever, but it's, you know, there's a value to it. Um, and I, I think that uh, the customers see that, you know, and I, and I keep trying to add even more value uh, as, as I can. Um, yeah, so, uh, I know my son like. Sorry, I, I was just gonna say my. I know my son likes playing with the tubes when I get him in. He ends up stuffing all of his toys in there and shit. So <laughs> matchbox cars. And yeah, yeah. Um, I um, uh, I I make. I, I don't. There's a, a cigar for Cody Rhodes and and Kaz. Uh, 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 Frankie Kaz Kazmary. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Straight through that door. Yes, sir. I saw the washing machine. I thought it was the wrong You're place. You're good. Just keep walking. <laughs> All right. Uh, so anyway, um, what was I saying? Uh, he threw, oh, 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 oh. Uh, so, so I do. Um, uh, I, I make the American Rebel for uh, Cody Rhodes. He's a, a wrestler, um, and uh, Frankie. Um, it's called the American Rebel, and I also do their um, fulfillment, which isn't something I ever wanted to do. I always, um, I, the biggest problem I've had, uh, 
in this industry since I've been on my own has been distribution. And, you know, I, I had Toronto, which was fantastic. I had a great team. Um, and things were, things were really grow, you know, grooving. Um, and you know, that, you know, Toronto, the entire company was sold. So I lost my distribution my sales team. So I had, you know, to, to regroup and look for other options. And, um, you know, so then I went into general, they distributed the product and, then I left general, and so I started doing it on my own, which was, you know, just kind of difficult. Um, and then I went, you know, kind of direct online. And this uh, American Rebel product, you know, his fans kind of want these cigars in ones and twosies. They don't necessarily want to buy a whole box. Plus, uh, it's a cigar that's aged seven years now um, as a cigar. And, um, you know, it's not an inexpensive cigar. So a whole box of these, is, it's going to take you over 300 bucks. So a lot of his customers want to buy them as, you know, ones and twos and threes. So I'm like, you know, whatever, that's what we'll start doing. So I started shipping cigars all over the country. And I'm like, well, why am I doing this? Like, why am I not jumping on this opportunity to kind of, you know, sell cigars and do this, you know? So I, uh, I've been wanting to do something with tubes for years. I've, I've had, to, that was going to be like a the tube. Um, it's going to put a cigar I make called the bumpy roots in, in a tube. Um, and uh, they were going to be a different kind of tube, but, but whatever. I, I've been kind of toying around with cigars and tubes um, for years. So, you know, I thought this would be a nice opportunity to, um, you know, use this as a, as the device to, uh, that your cigars go in for this program. So, um, just kind of one thing just kind of grew to another and you know I, I didn't if I would have thought of this sooner I would have done it a long time ago because yeah. uh, I, I, I think this is a great program I, I think it's it's growing in the right direction um, I'm excited for what it's bringing to the industry I'm excited what it's done for for me uh, and my excitement back into the industry so you know I wish I would have done this 10 years ago um, yeah you know so, um, I think it just kind of happened and I'm glad it did. I'm really glad it did. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this. Yeah. That's uh, you know, you know, we talked about it earlier about, you know, getting, you know, the, the passion back into cigars when you started it. So. Um, yeah. yeah and not just, not just cigars, but other people's cigars, you know, it brought me, you know, I'm excited to try everybody's stuff whenever I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't care when I was a brand owner um, because I'm making cigars with my palate in mind and I'm trying to earn a living doing that. So I'm going to smoke my cigars. Um, and I, and that's what all of pretty much everybody in the industry does anyway. You know, we kind of tapped on this before, but if the cigar brand owners don't think what they're making is the best cigar they've ever had, that they shouldn't be in this business. And, and they're not in this business because the ones that are believe that they make the best cigars because it's to their palate. So, yeah. um, you know, when you see any of these guys, any of these brand owners out there, nine times out of ten, they're smoking their cigar, and, and they should be. So, um, but doing this has brought that excitement because now I want to try everything. And, you know, so yeah. it's fun. And it's, I'm a, like, a, I'm, I'm the fan of cigars again, which is really fun. It's fun for me. Yeah, and that's, I mean, you know, that, that's why I do this. I mean, I, I just like sitting down bullshit and smoking a cigar with somebody. Um, and, yeah, I mean, uh not to, not to mention the the cigar culture is what it is and i mean i'm i'm sure you'll hear this in a lot of different groups and whatnot but i mean really some of the best people uh from 
from every walk of life that, uh, you know, you, you never see quite so much generosity and just, uh, you know, mutual respect from one another while leaving all the bullshit at the door, you know, it's a unique bunch. It, it, it always has been. And, um, I mean, there's, there's bad apples everywhere, but for the most part, it is a very unique group. And, yeah. Um, one, I'm, one I'm very proud to be a part of. Oh, absolutely. There is a lot, a lot of generosity and uh, support, um, you know, from, from this community. There's a lot of support. Yeah. That's, um, I mean, hell, just uh, going, going to specific events where, where, where people travel from all over the country to, to come, come to one spot and, you know, celebrate the lifestyle, I guess. Uh, I've done events where people have driven like 14 hours to come to one of my events. I'm like, you're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, why would you do that? <laughs> I would never drive an hour to come see me, <laughs> let alone yeah. 14. Well, that's, uh, you know, again, we, we, we talked about it earlier, but every year, uh, me and a, me and a group, uh, from cigar geeks, we, we get together every year. And this year at the end of September, I'll be, I'll be out your way in, uh, in Pittsburgh. But, um, you know, you every year, me up for sure. Let me know if you have time. No, absolutely. Like I said, uh, my, my buddy Chuck said, uh, you know, I, I might have a, have a, a you know, cause I'm bringing all my recording equipment and, uh, I should be able to sit down with Jim and, uh, you know, for sure. If you're around, I'd, you know, at, at least just to, just to shake hands and say what's up. And you're, you're doing, you're interviewing Jim Robinson. Uh, as far as I know, that's, uh, my, my buddy said that he was trying to set that up. So, well, then you're going to be doing that here. Yeah. So that's, I, like I said, I, I couldn't remember exactly where the, where, where the itinerary was taking us, but Jim's uh, here. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a party going on above my head. That's yeah. where that guy was walking through. He didn't, you know, there's not, he wasn't a member. There's a, I don't know, some, whiskey cigar thing gotcha so but uh yeah definitely looking forward to that trip but yeah every year um listen to me whiskey and cigars like who would want to who would dare want to go up there with those people yeah no shit uh enjoy that that whiskey and those cigars how dare they yeah but um instead i'm in a closet talking to you yeah. Well, you know, as, as I stated earlier, before I hit the record button, uh, you know, I definitely appreciate you taking the time out to, to hang out with me. And, I keep uh, looking to make sure that that thing's still recording. I've looked at that thing probably 20 times since we've been yeah. talking. Oh, so, so am I, trust me, you know, up, up in the corner there. Um, but yeah, every year, uh, somebody steps up and says, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take it this year. Uh, and, and we all just kind of migrate like last year was in, uh, just outside of Austin. Um, the year before that I had it here and um year before that was was Philly just outside of Philly and that's where I I met uh Paul from Flatbed and um uh before that was Columbus Ohio but I wasn't able to make that because that was like a week from my son's due date so my my wife told me that I could go it's like no my my luck I'm gonna get down there and have to turn around because you're going into labor you know so that's it that's the only one that I've missed um but yeah, it's, and I mean, hell, when I had it here, I think I had 15 different states represented, you know, in my backyard. So. It's a unique community for sure. Yeah. But and, I, and it's a hobby. And like, that's what, you know, non-cigar smokers don't realize. This isn't, this isn't a habit. This is a pleasure item. It's oh, a yeah. luxury pleasure item that, you know, is a, uh, 
it, it it's a luxury item hobby. that, that, hobby that not a yeah that that most people could enjoy without breaking the bank uh and yeah the the hobby aspect of it is just a whole nother world you um, know, it, that's not true like this uh, it's expensive you know oh. breaking the bank if you're not a cigar smoker and you just start to become one like that is a ridiculous amount of an expense you know for you if you just got into this game which a lot of people you know do and, and i see that through stogie bird like i'm new now they're getting cigars on a monthly basis like you know now they're they're, they're committed and they're going to buy more and smoke more and it gets expensive and it and i like to say it's like any hobby if you fly fish you got probably 20 grand worth of gear yeah. you know of fly fishing that's that's what you do that's your hobby some people it might be skateboarding or snowboarding or whatever whatever it is that you know your hobby is you know well, it I'm, gets expensive i'm not i'm not saying it's cheap by any means but i mean if but if somebody's interested i mean they don't necessarily have to have a collection um but they could definitely partake at the cigar lounge uh, you know, with, with, no, with a group of people. People and, complain about the price of cigarettes. And oh, yeah. A, 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 a pack of cigarettes, you know, still probably will get you just a decent cigar. One. Yeah. yeah. So it's all relative. And, you know, it's a, you know, uh, but uh, what is it? What is or what isn't expensive? But, um, you know, like I said, I think anything you, anything that you do for a hobby, you don't mind spending that money towards it. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, but, uh, but this is a not a cheap hobby by industry. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I quit smoking cigarettes, uh, July will be four years. And, you know, at that point, you know, I was, I was two and a half packs a day. So, uh, I think at that time, uh, they were, they were right around five and a quarter a pack. Um, uh, you know, so I'm spending 13, $14 a day for cigarettes. Uh, now I'm, you know, depending on the day, I'm smoking more than that a day, uh, if, you know, like I said, depending on the day, but I mean, that's, I, I've got my, I got my cheap, uh, my, my cheap sticks that, that I'll, that I'll take to work with me. And, you know, uh, that, that balances the cost a little bit. So, but yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't have to be, uh, you don't have to have a giant budget to get into the hobby now. No, if, but if you're smoking, I could, I can almost guarantee expensive. Oh yeah, but I could almost guarantee that if you take that first step and you do end up getting into the hobby, you are going to start allotting an allowance for cigars and and whatnot. Of sure, so. sure. Everybody finds a way to do it, but it's just uh, it's certainly like well, again, like most hobbies, it's just it's it's it's, it's not inexpensive. You know, yeah. If you were a painter, you'd have thousands of dollars worth of paints and brushes and gear. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I am loving this cigar. It, it's still delicious since since I've lit it. And, and you know what? I did not light this fresh. This cigar I started yesterday and it was in the ashtray and I crushed this, um, this Saka one that I had. And, and then this one was the closest one. And so I relit it and it's still, it's just fantastic. Yeah. So that's, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm kind of tethered to the TV here, so I didn't want to go grab something else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I relit it. Yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm enjoying the uh, the Imperia. Um, that's you know some you know looking at this one, it's definitely got the it it's it's a bit toothy on the wrapper, and I don't for some for for some reason I've always I've always liked looking that looking at that as it burns and just just seeing the the toothiness wow. in the ash. Yeah, when you see that little bit of that uh, like sandpaper 
on a cigar, that's usually the one I'll grab. Um, and usually that's a sign of uh, potassium in the, in the soil that, that shows the, because the, they, they're, they're just kind of bumps, but then they, they really show up as kind of like salt and pepper on your ash. It looks kind yeah. of cool. On the, yeah. That's, uh, I, I read something before that it's, uh, uh, it has something to do with the oils that the plant's producing as well. Uh, do you know anything about that or no? Well, but it's all what's in the soil. So okay, yeah, I but I mean, it's, it's all based on what's in, it's coming from the soil. And usually those are like, uh, like fringe plants, uh, ones on the out, like on the, on the, uh, like the, uh, perimeter of the, yeah. of the crop. Cause the perimeter sometimes gets, uh, I don't know if they get like too much fertilizer because of the ends or because of how the, like, but like the, the, the leaves are usually much bigger on the last, you know, on the perimeter rows. Um, yeah. it, it, it's a different, you know, it just grows differently because it's not necessarily in the row. It's getting more of everything. Uh, from all sides. All right. So how long did it take you to, um, or, or are you even at the point yet where you're, you're completely comfortable with, uh, with all there is to know about cigars? Um, well, I think I'm comfortable with my knowledge, but I, I, I'd be foolish to think I knew it all. I don't, you know, I don't yeah. know anything, you know, we talked to some of these old timers. I don't, I don't know jack shit. Yeah. Um, talking to a cigar person, you know, I'm an expert. So um, it's one of my favorite things about this business is I'm always learning and there's always new tobaccos to try and sample. I mean, that's kind of, you know, when I was making the black, I, I, you know, stumbled across this, um, you know, fire cured leaf called dark fire and, um, you know, learned about it and ended up using it in the blend. So, I mean, there's always a learning. And I think, um, you know, when I go down to, uh, you know, Central America or wherever it is I go, um, I'm always learning something, you know, so uh, I pick it up, man. I dig it. It's, it's my, this is what I do for a living. So I, uh, certainly, uh, I mean, I, I guess uh, I'm my own expert in my, and, and my field, if you will, but we all are, you know, you're an expert in your own right. So, um, but it doesn't mean I know everything, you know, I, I actually prefer it when I don't know something, cause that's something now that I, that I know now that I didn't know. So I kind of like, uh, learning you know more and more I, I just i find it fascinating so what kind of uh what what's your favorite uh like flavor profile uh or or specific leaf to use um if i if there was one I, they would all be the same but i i like a black pepper for sure i like black pepper in general yeah uh, i use a lot of black pepper on anything i eat um probably <laughs> more than the, the average person. So I certainly like black pepper. Um, I like creaminess. Um, I like, uh, you know, I like some, some heavy spice tingles. I like my, when my palate's kind of bouncing up and down on the, on the, on the front, uh, a little bit of sweetness, uh, strength, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, medium, medium full, I guess, as far as you know, nicotine strength, uh, it doesn't have to be, crush killer it's just kind of i like flavor over over power any day yeah yeah any day i'm taking flavor over strength strength is easy um you know strength is easy flavor and, and balance is, is what is what takes time and effort um so i i like flavors and i like um i like a good cameroon i like um the nuttiness you get from a cameroon wrapper uh, i like ecuadorian connecticut i like that creamy you get out of it yeah um, 
you know, a big fan of Habano and uh, I like various Maduros as well. So, I mean, I'm all over the board. There's, there's not much I don't like. It's just about when you're, you know, when you're making a blend, I don't, uh, I don't always, you know, I don't always start with a wrapper. I kind of, I have some wrapper ideas in mind, um, but I don't start with just one wrapper and try to build a blend around it. I don't yeah. Start as many wrappers as anything else because I'm trying to get the the right blend. I don't think it's important. Like, oh, I have to have a you know whatever you know broadleaf you know Maduro. I don't have to. Well, one one thing that really opened up my my eyes as far as uh, you know flavors and whatnot and and the different tobaccos was uh, uh, Fred Rui did. Um, one of the hacking the blend seminars and you know smoking the different tobaccos that he used you know all by themselves and that that really opened up my eyes to uh distinguishing different flavors and whatnot but um it's cool when you can break it down that way yeah yeah it it was it was a really neat experience um and you know yeah since then i i look at it a completely different way um which my my palate isn't uh nearly as developed as uh a lot of guys but you know, I could still, I could still pick a few things out. So all you have to know is if you like it or you don't. Exactly. And that's, I am the last, I'm so anti-snob in this, in this category. (laughs) Enjoy it how you like, like to enjoy it. Smoke what you enjoy, whatever it is, enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, You know, the, the only rules to smoking are, you know, how you cut it. You don't want to cut the cap off. Uh, hi, Mel. Uh, you don't want to, uh, um, you know, you cut the cap off, it's going to unravel when you want to, you know, make sure you're toasting the foot and you're getting the whole foot lit uh, before you light it. Other than that, there's no rules. Yeah. Enjoy it however you like. If you want to dip it in brandy, I'm not going to get mad at you. You know, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to smoke uh, an infused or flavored, whatever suits your fancy, I, I don't care. You know, it's not up to me. So, uh, like uh, another podcast that I listen to, uh, the Hot Ticket podcast. They they talk about the unicorn palate. So, um, how do how do you feel about people that that taste uh, fruit striped gum and uh, you know raspberry and and different things like that in cigars? I, I, I've been doing tasting kind of things for a majority of my life because before I got into cigars. I was in the liquor industry. I used to actually have to give scotch tastings. So um, I would always try to help people find things that they could taste uh, in the whiskey and that they would agree with. And um, with that said, there's also a lot of bullshit that goes with this. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I think that you just want to these guys are just trying to write stuff so that it gets, that it gets interesting. I mean, you're talking about it. So it's obviously working to some degree. Um, I'm not saying someone doesn't taste that or not. And I'm not saying they're full of shit either. That wouldn't be fair. Um, but I just know that there's, if you look hard enough, you may, you just may taste it, you know, uh, yeah. if you really look hard enough. But I, I think that, you know, when I read basic notes, it's usually, you know, you know, if I see nutty, if I see, you know, black pepper, there's certain, you know, even like a hot pepper, like a, like a, a hot pepper spice, um, you know, there's certainly descriptors uh, that, that, that I think make more sense. You know, uh, my least favorite term 
uh, probably more so than, you know, fruit striped gum would be earthy. Um, Cause you're just saying it tastes like dirt. Cause that's what the earth is. And, uh, and that's usually what you mean. And a lot of uh, Cuban cigars are earthy. Cause it tastes like dirt. Um, so, you know, I'm not a big earthy fan. Uh, you know, leather doesn't, doesn't usually is up my alley, but uh, not earthy. Earthy yeah. means it tastes like dirt, and it usually does. <laughs> so, but some um, people like them. So. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, I I don't mind it. Um, you know, uh, depending obviously, like if it if it just tastes like you know absolute dirt, then obviously that's. Uh, that's yeah, not, and I literally mean you know soil. You know, yeah, and, and some do taste like like soil. I don't mean dirt in a negative connotation, more more the literal connotation. Yeah, but um, so you mentioned you like spice and and pepper and whatnot. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so uh, along the same lines, but definitely a different direction. Uh, do do you like uh like spicy foods and 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 hot stuff like that or no? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, big time. I love jalapenos and uh, uh, I love I love hot foods. I I put fresh jalapenos on more things than I should. How how far do you go as far as uh as far as hot? Um, I like I like you know habanero. Um, it's got a it's got a much stronger heat, um, but the it's got a sweetness to it which I, I like. Jalapenos have a very distinct flavor whether they're hot or not, um, which I kind of like. Um, but I like prefer them to be hot. You know, look, I'm a big jalapeno fan because I always look at where they're made if they're made in michigan and pennsylvania which a lot of jalapenos are they're not hot you need you have to have um, drought to get the, the capsation high yeah so your best jalapenos are coming from southern california and from mexico well that's the jalapenos i grew last year were uh surprisingly hot um well you, you know usually local ones would be hot because they're I, I think it's just the big farms. Yeah. It's the big farms, really, I'm referring to. But if you were to grow jalapenos in your backyard, they'd probably be pretty hot. Um, but you're going to – the way to crank that heat up is to is to not give it much water. Now, like on the opposite side of the spectrum there, um, I, last year I grew jalapenos, cayennes, and Carolina Reapers. Um, the the cayennes that I grew, uh, they, they were fucking ginormous. They were ridiculous. They were like 10, 10 inches long. Um, but like the – the bottom half of them were like super sweet and the top half were, you know, pretty hot. But, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the jalapenos that I jarred up were surprisingly hot. Yeah. But, and I mean, even like some banana peppers can be really hot, you know, yeah. locally. Well, that's, um, like with the banana peppers, you could get the, you get the hot ones or the sweet ones. Um, like the, the Hungarian wax pepper is, a, a banana pepper, but those are, those are pretty hot. But, um, yeah, when I, uh, do, do you like pickles or no? No, it's probably my least favorite thing in the entire world. All right. Never mind. I, I was going to say, I'll bring you some Carolina Reaper pickles to, to try. Out. I, I, I even hate the word pickle. I hate pickles so bad. I'm, I'm so, I am so anti pick. You couldn't have picked. I would probably rather you shoot me in the leg than eat a pickle. <laughs> All right, so so I had a, I had a guest before. Uh, he's a local comedian here, uh, K. Francis Norris. But like I, you know, at at the time, like it was he was here in like prime pickle season because I make pickles, obviously. 
And uh, I asked him if he, he's like, no. They do a the, pickle fest here in Pittsburgh. It's like this big deal. Like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, like he, he was explaining uh, if, if, if there's a pickle on the side, like in, in the to-go box, like he has to take everything back because he just, he can't stand them that much. Like just the, the aversion to them is. Yes. If it tastes like it, if, if the person that made my hamburger last touched a pickle, it ruins my burger. <laughs> and God, I mean, if, 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 if I'm at a restaurant and there's a, you know, a pickle spear by my fries and my fries are laying in the pickle juices, no, those do not get eaten. <laughs> no, so it, no, I, it, I hate them. I hate them. I don't like a lot of vinegary things, so I don't like pickled really anything. I hate pickled jalapenos, and I'll eat jalapenos all day. I yeah. like cucumbers, too. God, I hate pickled shit. I hate it. Um, That's like a trigger for me. So is it is it like the is it the vinegar that that turns you off, or or just? I, the, well, I think it's part. Partly that for sure, because I don't like, like I said, I love jalapenos, but I hate pickled jalapenos. Because I'm always, you know, restaurants will have something jalapeno. I'm like, I always ask, are these fresh jalapenos or are they, you know, the jarred jalapeno? They're jarred. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want them. I don't like them. Um, so that's uh, a, a guy at work the other day was telling me. I think uh, part of it's textured too. Yeah. I like the crispness of a fresh jala- fresh pepper. I don't like the mushy, rubbery, kind of soaked in yeah. formaldehyde flavor. That's uh, a, a guy at work was just telling me about, uh, it's called a miracle berry. And like you eat it and I guess it, it, like they call it like flavor tripping. And like you eat this berry or they, they sell yeah, it. Flavor tripping. Yeah. Uh, that's, what but, people, that's, what, that's for people that pick fruit stripes out of cigars. They'd be flavor tripping. <laughs> But I, I guess when you eat this, it it makes everything that tastes sour taste sweet. So it you know it it fucks with some sort of you know the, the the tasting receptors or whatever. But he was like, yeah, you know, you could sit there, you could drink a you could drink a glass of, of vinegar, and it's going to be the sweetest thing that you've ever tasted. It's like I I don't know how I feel about that because whether it tastes good or not at the time, like you're still drinking fucking vinegar, like that that just doesn't sound like it would be good for your body at all yeah i don't know if that works for me yeah that's uh that, that that's an odd one but anyway um so we mentioned uh the vicarious earlier uh did did we go back into um how that came about or no uh i don't think so but um you know long story short i was doing some uh uh, cigar consulting with some people trying to get into the business. So I would, uh, depending on what they wanted, I would give them, you know, various levels of, you know, consultation or help. And with, with Vicarious, it was, uh, it was a lot of me pretty much, you know, soup the nuts with that cigar. I did the, uh, the, the name, the band, the, uh, the blend, uh, the, to the T, um, and the cigar was vicarious because it was vicariously through me. Um, and that was a lot of fun to work on. And there's, um, I think, four varieties now. There's a, a blue, a, a white, uh, a red, which is newer. I didn't have anything to do with that one. And let's uh, oh, blue, white, and black. black. No. Um, and then uh, that's Trey J is the name of the cigar, Trey J Cigars. And um, it's a, a, 
a real good guy, a real good friend. Uh, Jay Clark is his name. Mm. So, big, uh, you know, big fan of the Vicarious. Yeah, that's I I enjoyed it. Um, very very small brand. He's out of Ohio, uh, so he's just kind of like a regional brand. Yeah, uh, he's real big out of like the party or uh, the party source and the uh, jungle gyms. Um, kills, kills. It's probably one of their best sellers. Yeah, but he's mostly regional. So have you uh, have you found any any favorites per se um, since you've been doing this? Oh, for sure. I mean, and, and this one, this one's definitely uh, up there uh, for sure. Uh, again, the San Geronimo uh, from uh, from Kathy, um, definitely up there. But the uh, the Sin Compromiso, uh, maybe one of the best cigars I've ever smoked. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, it just hits me. That's 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 what I look for in a cigar. Uh, if that was something that you know uh, I was making, that would be it. I. I uh, Rarely would I give a cigar that kind of high back blades. That's how much I, I love it. I, I love it. Yeah. Really. So yeah, it's, but, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to smoke that soon. But, um, I, you know, shoot, there's uh, the Entrada was fantastic. I'd never heard of them. Um, got into that a little bit. The, uh, I've got Crow and Raven, which are kind of new stuff. Yeah, those are kind of... Uh, th- those are getting around pretty quick for being a new brand. And they'll be in the maze in the current study. Yeah. Yep. Um, the, At least the, one of them. Yeah. I, I guess I, 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 like I said earlier, uh, I, I like to be surprised, so I won't ask which one. Um, but, um, yeah, that's, uh, you know, he, he seems to be doing, doing pretty well, getting, getting kicked off and, uh, you know, becoming – becoming pretty well known on a, on a fairly quick basis for sure. Yep. Yep. And, uh, again, that's, what's good about this program too, is uh, it, it puts, you know, really interesting cigars that you might not be uh, looking at or your, you know, your local uh, brick and mortar may not have because they're not buying a lot of these uh, smaller boutiques and smaller lesser known brands. Um, and you know, I'm buying what my customers want, you know, when, when I'm getting feedback from, you know, the club Stogie bird on Facebook and through Instagram or wherever, you know, I, I only want to provide cigars that people want. I don't want you to just have cigars that I think you want, you know, but for the most part, I think I know what you want. You know? Yeah, like that's I, I, I definitely my like my credibility is on the line every five pack. So yeah, you know, those are that's I, I, I definitely like how, how you do reach out to the community and, um, you know, Hey, what, what do you guys think about adding this and adding that? So, um, and yeah, uh, again, as we said earlier, uh, that that community is has grown pretty quickly. Uh, you know, I think, uh, like I said earlier, I think uh, you're you're over three thousand in that group now. And um, three months. Yeah, just 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 taken off. It's 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 pretty pretty cool to watch. So it's it's been a blast, and I I, I just uh, need, needs to continue. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I, I definitely hope it does, uh, you know, speaking as a, as a fan and a, uh, and a patron, I guess. Uh, Cause I, you know, like I said, I, I look forward to getting it. I like being surprised and that's, you know, I mentioned earlier again, before I hit record, uh, I, I did the, uh, the, the untubing video with it. I'm on, say hello. I'm on a podcast. You don't want to say <laughs> he doesn't have his, uh, <laughs> he doesn't have his glasses or his hat on. He's like, yeah. no. Yeah, but um, 
Yeah, that's uh, I, I did the untubing video uh, because I, I didn't see what was, I didn't see any of the pictures or anything yet. And, uh, you know, fucked up a couple of pronunciations and. Did you, did you, uh, did you enjoy the, uh, the uh, April Fool's Day stogie birds? Um, I don't think I seen it actually. Oh, well, I, you just need to search in stogie bird and look at April Fool's Day and see I sent out six there's six videos oh oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah the uh, the the unboxing videos uh for for the free stogie bird yeah yeah, yeah that did you uh, see the videos yeah yeah I did I did see a couple of them yeah that yeah, was that, fun yeah so yeah that was I put uh, the, the the jumping snakes in the tube instead yeah. of which which was fun um yeah, that, I mean that's that, that that's cool to be able to do something like that. <coughs> well, hey Brian, I gotta cut this short now, my friend. All right, but, man. Uh, it has been a pleasure, and um, looking forward to doing it again. Yeah, man, I I definitely look forward to uh, the end of September, and uh, you know it, before then uh, next month's package. And again, dude, I I appreciate you taking the time out to uh, sit and sit and talk and bullshit with me while while you got a party going on upstairs. So my pleasure. Sorry, sorry about the sorry about the recording snafu, but uh, no, at, at least we got good. something out of it. It's all good. I appreciate it. Thanks for being a Stogie Bird customer too, man. Oh, so, absolutely. All right, take it easy, man. All right, buddy. Later. Bye. There you have it. That's uh, half of our conversation. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, don't forget to check out StogieBird.com if you want to join the Cigar of the Month Club. Uh, again, they have three different tiers, two cigars, five cigars, and eight cigars, and, you know, definitely worth it. So check that out. Use the coupon code, give me the bird, all one word, and that'll save you five bucks off your first shipment. So check that out. Don't forget to subscribe, bleh, subscribe, rate, and review on whatever you're listening to this on, or if you happen to go over to the YouTube and check that out, uh, do the same, please check out the website. Uh, theherfcast.com and you know I got the the stores open I got t-shirts stickers whatnot and the patreon link is there and other than that any questions comments advice anything um, ideas whatever constructive criticism uh, hate mail whatever uh, just email me at brian at theherfcast.com that's brian at theherfcast.com Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, I'll be back soon.